And jellos. Yeah. That was your boy Ghostface doing his Christmas oh, we know. song. I mean everybody Ghostface should everybody shouldn't do Christmas songs. I'm gonna be honest. Everybody should, everybody should attempt. I, I think you think so? Yeah, you should give it everybody should try everybody to should attempt. If you want to, if you no. want to, you should. Yeah. Even you shouldn't sing, singers you shouldn't or rap. Album. You shouldn't do an album. Oh. But one singers, singers or rappers. Combination, I think like every year in like June. They should just send out the mass email like, hey, we about to do the Christmas compilation. Who want to get on this joint? <laughs> and Let's see if you make and for every year, every year, every year, <laughs> every year on Black Friday, drop, drop the compilation for this year. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a, a like the um, mass goes wrap up and then and you got your uh, Christmas compilation and your mass goes yeah, wrap up. No, no, no. I, I disagree. You disagree on I'm what? I'm going to be honest. About the, about the Christmas, right. about the Christmas. Right, submit, submit your, submit your song, see if you make the cut. Yeah, but I think, that's what I'm saying. I yeah, it, like if, if it's 30 people, we not, if it's 30 songs, we only putting nine to 11 you know, songs I, on the song. And I think, you know, honestly, when I think I, the young boys do it better because actually Sway Lee's uh, Christmas song ain't too bad, actually. Well, I like Sway Lee. Yeah, I like that Sway ghost Lee. face, that ghost <laughs> face right there, though. But that that, he can be one of the Halloween like, if, you, if you produce him this year, you cut, you will cut that from the joint. Like maybe we, we see you in 2022. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe nah. you can come back and, and we low, if we low all songs Try next again. year, we'll put you through. I mean, we'll I, go back to the, to the booth I, and learn. That probably some was shit. a song on the album that he just took, he replaced words and put Christmas words in it. And that's how he ran with Oh, shit. That's terrible. That's, that's what it sounds like. Cause that shit, that shit <laughs> scared me. Marshmallows in the Man, shadows. Man, yeah. I'll be reading books. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know what I said last week. I, yeah, but you, it's been like three weeks in a row. You said a, a word that's like, hey, I had new things in your vocab. I was watching something. I heard a word that I'd never even heard of. So I had to go look it up. It was, called, it was, pars- <laughs> it was parsimonious. I, so I was like, what does that even mean? Parsimonious. parsimonious. What does it mean? It means um, to you to be kind of cheap and parse like you uh, parse kinda, it out. Yeah, you're kind of cheap with it. So because my man was like, the government tends to be parsimonious 
when it comes to um, mm, black people. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Infrastructure. Like, yeah. I was like, ah. <laughs> it was actually. Uh, so parsimonious sound like something that you would hear on the, the spelling bee. Yeah. I'm a parsimonious nigga. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the case. <laughs> it was a, it was a D, D, D1. I think his name is D1. Um, the rapper, Division, like basketball. No, oh, no. The, the the rapper. Oh. He had that. Sally, oh. I just paid off Sally May rap joint a while ago, a while back. He was so excited. He's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, was, right. did he say parsimonious in the yeah, joint though? No, he was talking. He was and he used the word parsimonious. I was like, oh my, what is parsimonious? This mean? rapper said, oh my stars, this smart motherfucker. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> Google, right? I, I had Google to word, but, like, but now I know it. That was like word. But then he probably spelled it wrong when he Googled it, so Google had to. Oh, you know, you had to, you had to Google Voice that one. You had to Google Voice that. Remember, I said that's a spelling bee word. That's a Google Voice. Yeah, it was my. I know word for of the me day. it would be. It was the word of the day. I, I don't have the word of the day. I'm I'm gonna jump on Yoda and say it. I'm pers- parsimoniously sophisticated with my money. <laughs> You're parsimoniously sophisticated with your money. <laughs> yes. Uh, <sighs> all right. That doesn't work. Uh, I don't know. I don't if know. That works. I don't know. Because parsimonious, sophisticatedly cheap. I, I don't understand. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm strategically, strategically, and sophisticatedly cheap with my money. Maybe it's strategically, like it. you're strategically parsimonious with your money. No? Yeah, I'm sophisticatedly parsimonious. I just well, said, I just said a flip though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm not good with adjectives and adverbs and shit like that. <laughs> I'm not good with the English language. No, English, the English language is trash, by the way. I know we got a guest. Oh, yeah. The English language is trash. We could talk about that on another episode. Well, they, actually, remind, pin actually, that. Pin that. actually fell off. Trash so I'm, waiting to, I'm actually just buying time to see if they come on back. Oh, in. Well, the English language is trash. It is. Oh, well, yeah. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes. You, you, uh, look, ING is the back of everything, like saying something, blah, blah, blah. But when you spell English, you use right. ENG. Well, it's, dumb, right. it's all dumb. I mean, just to sil- <laughs> like silent letters. What the f- don't put like them in knife. Right, right. <laughs> it's, knife. If it's taste, why isn't it tasty at the end? Why got to put a Y at the end to make it tasty when it's already an E there? Right. Stupid. Dumb. That's dumb. Uh-huh. So dumb. <laughs> yeah. You're just supposed to know it. Like, it's not, when anytime you ask the English teacher a question, they don't know. Right. right. They, they're just like, this is how it's supposed to be. Like, who told you this? Like, Sir English. That's yeah. stupid. That thing is dumb. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I think we can. Uh, this is episode uh, 146 of Bruising Banter Podcast. All right. um, so we do have a special guest with us today. Uh, all the way from the, uh, the 18th. Uh, is she back? Hell yeah, she okay. is back. <laughs> she is uh, the author of Craft, the Chick's, Craft, the Chick's Guide, to Craft, Guide to Beer, mm. the founder of Crafted for Action, and also the code. Mm-hmm. Founder of uh, Craft Woman Connection. She'll tell us more about it. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. welcome Jim Price to the program. Yay. Welcome. welcome. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for coming on. I'm so glad um, y'all invited me and that y'all had a little bit of a, a, a little intro there because my internet went completely out. Internet yeah. went totally down yeah, yeah. for five minutes. That's all right. <laughs> we, 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 never mind. Yeah. The internet company, what's the word today? Got over Par- Parsimonious. Par- yeah, they parsimonious yeah, with, their, with, their, with, their, with, their, with their broadband. <laughs> that bandwidth ain't. It, it ain't. What's the opposite doing? of parsimonious? We're doing well. We're, good. We're, really good. We're just that glad to good. have you here today to uh, yes. talk about what's Thank going you. on, uh, what you're doing, how it's been up to. But before we get into all that, we always like to know what people are drinking. So, 
What are we drinking today? And we always start with our guests. So, Jen, what are you drinking today? Um, non-beer. Um, oh. I had I had beer for brunch this morning. So, Solid. Um, I'm yeah, I'm on vodka at this point. Just want to. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> God damn! Yeah, non-beer for brunch. I thought it was water, water. some cucumber no, juice. No, 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 not on Sunday. Um, <laughs> Don't drink water on Sundays. No. no, you're supposed to, you know, celebrate. And Sunday is my celebration day. So yeah, I'm go. on uh, just vodka and a little bit of mango nectar. But I had, I did have a beer for uh, brunch. I had um, Reformation's Alani. It's a rosé ale brewed with mm. like hibiscus and a couple of other fun things. Real pretty. It's a perfect brunch beer because it's only like five percent. So I had that this That's morning. Right. To get things started. What about y'all? What y'all doing? Nope, nope, Jen. I I need to know more. What's this mango nectar? Oh, it's just uh, Jumex. Yeah. Yeah, that made made me even more confused. Are you not not familiar? So it's on the international food aisle in the grocery store. Mm. And it's a can. It's canned nectar. But other brands make um, mango nectar. It's just a thicker, richer version of mango Juice. Okay. It has puree mixed into it, and I just normally pair that with some vodka, just a little bit to take a little bit of the edge off, because I actually like the taste of vodka normally. Um, but yeah, I'm just easing into it. We're having like a, a tree trimming party at my niece's house, so this is okay. We're, we're just getting started over here. No, you great. By the time you get there, you're gonna be knocking the tree over. Maybe. It's like you know me. <laughs> I am that auntie. I'm that auntie. Yeah, just, well, the party's not till four o'clock, by the way, so I'm oh. already. Oh, oh. oh okay. pre-game, so pre-game. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing y'all. If things nope. don't laugh, I'm nope. Be you like, started drinking before you met us. You started drinking before nah, you came on well, today. True. You bought the nectar. You bought the nectar out the refrigerator <laughs> way before. That's funny. You're right. You're I'm right. I'm, I got to get some of that. Yeah, you know, it's so. But you know what, ours like you you you've seen it before, but they got it like yeah. ours, like in bottles, but it's they like crazy the big thick. Yeah, the it. big bottle like this long. Like yeah, it's a, it's long. a real pretty bottle, but they also sell yeah. a can on that same aisle where Goya and all that stuff is. Yeah. Huh. It's a they sell it in cans, so you don't have to get a big bottle because I don't. Okay. I'm not gonna go through a whole bottle, but yeah, it's great. Yeah. They make a, a guava nectar as well. Now, how yeah. many parts is, vodka? Is how many parts drinking? Yeah, is this just for your drinking? It's just a splash. I mean, you can use it in anything. You can drink it, but it's just really sweet. It's oh, a lot of sugar. It's thick. Uh, so, it is thick. Yeah, so it just has a just nice... for color. It, you just use it for for color. Yeah, and you know, I, <laughs> take just the edge off of yeah. the of vodka. You know, gotcha. gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got to. Um... Look at y'all. Now y'all going to be drinking vodka with Oh, I'm going, I'm going to get the Jumex. <laughs> I'm done. I, mean, I don't know if I can throw the I don't even rock the vodka anymore. Look, yo, you see how she got one of them cups that you can't see the inside? You don't know how much sure you <laughs> Oh, this coffee, y'all. It could be anything. It could be anything. Right. It's just a little but water. But I'm telling y'all what it is. It's a little water. Yeah. Until she starts slurring. Yeah, That's no. not water. You <laughs> <laughs> sure you ain't drinking water? You <laughs> sure you drinking water? You sure? They know they auntie. They know something. <laughs> um, all right, yo, what are you drinking on? This. What is, what is that? It's a, it's a beer. Oh, nice. All right, Lou, what are you drinking? <laughs> all right, you want me to go? <laughs> 
So I'm drinking from Crowns and Hops. Oh, okay. yay. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's their um double dry hopped hazy IPA. <laughs> double dry. <laughs> I gotta do it. It's enunciating. It is. Make sure you, it told you it was double <laughs> dry hopped. Hazy IPA, but this is a seven percent, right? When I had this before, I didn't realize that it was so high in ABV. Yeah. Nah, I, I thought it was a little bit higher than that. Or really, that's I thought, about right. Yeah, I, I thought it was so lower than right. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, it tastes lower. Right. It definitely. I, mean, I think that's like the point. Is that the point? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but it's definitely delicious. It's not as hoppy as I thought it was going to be, but I know it is a double. And sometimes, even though it yeah. say, says double on there, you always think more hop. But to me, when it's double, it's kind of scales back on that uh, that bitterness. Yeah, okay. well, it should be on the nose, right? The right. dry hopping oh, yeah, makes it more of an aromatic than a flavor. Yeah. yeah. But it, <laughs> but it's dopeness in a can is what it is. So shout out to them. Crowns and Hops. I love them, yes. The black and brown people like beer, love beer. Mm-hmm. Yes. All yes. right. All right. I'm going to pass me another, of course. <laughs> All right, Lou, what you drinking on? Uh, I am drinking on today. Uh, we went to the Sandy Pony, Sandy Pony Donuts. They were established. You, did, you went and, there? No, we went to. We went. We did. We did uh, virtually. Uh, this is the Happy di- Happy Dessert Stout. Uh, it's a collaboration with Calvert Brewing Company, and like I said, Sandy Pony Donuts. They were established in 2015, by the way. Uh, this is a 10 percent uh, mm, dessert okay. stout. Oh yeah, it's, uh, very chocolatey. Um, yeah. A little is what it looked like, just dark as wow. shit. Wow. Yeah, uh, it's very very chocolatey. I, it just tastes like a chocolatey glazed donut to me. Like you get a little, lot of the sugary uh, sweetness to it, uh, but not the cakey. It's just chocolate and sweet. You know what mm. I mean? So I, I I just feel like maybe I'm just throwing the donut in there, mm. or maybe no, it don't smell like. Donut it don't it don't, don't smell like cake or donut. Yeah, you, or you dip a you dip a nice little old fashioned. What's the percentage of what, donut in there? What's the Ten. ABV on that? Oh Ten. yeah, I knew it was because I left the can in here last time I had it. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not. I was like, "Fuck that! I'm out of here." Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm in here. I'm I'm right in here, and it's good. It's I, but it is good. Yo, should, should I let him in? Because he commenting all this time. I don't know. Who? This guy. Oh my Yo. god! Oh my goodness! <laughs> Yo, don't be crashing Yo. our party. You ain't invited. So. Welcome, Jen. I know it's, I'm, I'm not. I'm not virtually. Well, we're all virtual, right? But, but as you guys were introducing beers and you started talking vodka, I just wanted to pop on and you know, in, in, you know, introduce my beers. What you drinking? On? Why I'm traveling today? <laughs> what up, fellas? He, I don't want to. He's out. He's drinking too fellas. many already. Right? What you been drinking? Uh, you? How you been on? Huh? It's a long, it's a long ride home. How man, get know? off yeah. of the thing. You been in here? But Just I needed, this, I needed this break, man. I couldn't do that drive last night when I got done my gig at one in the morning. I was not making Ooh. that drive last night. Mm. Mm. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, because we're at the beer introduction section, I wanted to pop on real quick and tell you guys that I'm on site at Montclair Brewing okay. in oh, Montclair, yay. New Jersey. Um, that's how close I was that I could not. Um, 
you know, awesome. come and visit our friends Denise and Leo here. Right. Um, and they've got a lot of exciting stuff they're going to tell us all about. But right now, what I'm having, some of which we've had, but some new stuff. So they re relaunched the uh, Raspberry Holiday Jam L. Oh, okay. Blue, well, you remember this? That right? makes sense. Yeah. So that's in my that's in my flight. That's um. So I'm doing a flight, and this is a uh, 6.5% ABV. Sorry, my list is a little long. I know y'all only did one, but Man, come on, come on. You got to fight. You got to fight. It got to be more than two. Yes, yes. So the second one, which you can see, is empty right now because I really enjoy it. It's my favorite in IPA. This mm. is their uh, Brewers Beer IPA. It's a six uh, percent. It is super delicious. I, there are some that I know will say it smells good, but there's probably <laughs> two of you guys that will say it tastes great. <laughs> right. So um, the third is a coconut stout. Delicious. Delicious. This is uh, on their board number eight. This is a Barton's Bush coconut stout coming in at 7.8%. And lastly, oh, and by the way, uh, Jen or Jess? Jess. Jess poured me a nitro of the same coconut stout. She said, hey, have you ever had it? I said, yeah. So she poured me up. That's a bigger glass. I'm not finishing all this, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> and lastly, this is the um, Frog Hollow Orange Beef Beer. He keep uh, on saying shit. 5%. You're going another one. <laughs> right. What kind is that? What kind is that last one? This orange is the um, Frog Hollow Orange Wheat Beer. 6.5%. Okay. Mm. That's high for a little Yo, where that mango yeah. jalapeno? <laughs> so they got the mango jalapeno? Pass me another. Pass me another. Uh, mango jalapeno. Hey, Dad, they, do they still got the mango jalapeno up there? What's it called? The mango, mango jalapeno. jalapeno. Stop. No, stop. The he already confused. Habanero, that's one we had before. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was it summer. Summertime is, is when that's like seasonal. And oh, okay. we also... I wanted to try uh, their sour stout, which they brought back, but that's Ooh. also seasonal. Ooh. So I'm going to miss it this time. But we got a lot to catch up with Leo and Denise on or what's happening. As you all know, they were on our, you know, we came here, you know, right. pre-pandemic right. and did an interview. So I'm going to finish chopping it up with Leo while I'm here and let you guys get back to our wonderful guest, Jen. But I just wanted to pop on. And say what's up to my fellas. All right. Thank you, Devin. Right. On location. No Appreciate doubt. you. Come back <laughs> for y'all. All right. Yeah, man. Be safe on the travel. All right, man. Devin on location. <laughs> All right. That's a new segment. Back to you guys. That's a new oh, segment. Well, yeah, that was like very newsy. <laughs> our, our, our new segment here on Bruce and Bear the Podcast. <laughs> Your man on the street. Yeah. Uh, bulletin. That's a bulletin. He said, back to you guys in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here on location at the... <laughs> Um, I, Luke, did I get did, did I get to you? What were you drinking on? Uh, pass me another. Yeah, now we yeah. never pass myself another. So, pass, but hold on, yeah. hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna pass me another. But it's ten percent. <laughs> like I was just thinking, like it's ten percent. Like so, in the vein of pass me another, it tastes really good. Right, but, but you can't have probably another one. Not right, right. 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 I gotta get a, can I get a right. small pour. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is probably yeah. good enough. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's really good. It's uh-huh. really Yoda. You would love it. You would really like it. I had it. He had it. I, yeah, I did see the can. You, yeah. you had one. Had one already. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was good. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Rob G. Yes, sir. It's been a while. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, 19 minutes in. What are, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm actually drinking the Caramel Apple Dream. There it is. From okay. uh, Burley Oak. It's only 4.8%, but it is a um, Ain't no wrong with that. sour ale brew with apple, caramel, and cake batter and lactose. Damn. Mm. So Does it, it taste like it? It does. It tastes it, like cake? It tastes really? like You taste that cake? You taste that cake? I can smell the cake more than I can really taste it. I mean, there's... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the, you can smell... When they say it's cake. made with cake, is it just like, is it actual, they throwing cake in there? They probably are throwing cake batter in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want, and I, yeah, so, but, so, but you can taste, I mean, obviously the, the apple and the caramel are the most predominant taste because they're a dominant taste. Um, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So does it taste like a, uh, I, I would assume it tastes like a pie or something, right? Yeah, right. Why would you put cake batter with caramel and apples? That's weird to me. It kind of tastes like an, an apple-ish, apple pie. Maybe they, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. That seems more like pie. Like they yeah. Maybe they like. There ain't, no, there, ain't no apple, there ain't no apple cakes. There's, there's no, no apple cakes. No, they make apple cakes. They make apple cakes. I make, I've, seen, I've seen apple cakes. Where at? Right. I ain't never seen no apple. And like Acme, right. I think Acme has like an apple cake, an apple crumb cake, cake. Yeah. <laughs> an apple crumb cake or something. Yeah, like an apple like crumb cake, crumb. like an apple oh, okay. crumb cake. Yeah, they, yeah. So they, that's oh, a, that's okay, a, that's different. I get it. I still think pie. Got that that crumble, yeah, that crumble got that pie. Yeah, I still think pie is shit. Yeah, like is it, I'm talking about like a pineapple upside down cake. Is there like an apple cake uh, like in uh, that uh, vein? I'm sure yeah. there. I'm sure there is somewhere. I'm. I'm definitely. Somebody, oh, somebody makes it. There ain't no fruit cakes. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not like that. Yeah, That's yeah, fruit cake. Weird combination yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry cake. I'm gonna look it up one day. And see. Grape and cake. And if I if I find one, I'm gonna make it. <laughs> you gonna make it for everybody. Grape cake. <laughs> Brandon said hello, Jen. Hey, Brandon. Hey, B. No, but he didn't say hello to us. That's the only person. That's the only person he see on here. He do that all the time, though. He always say hello to the guests. He probably sees y'all all. Yeah, right. Me is just me. That's all right. All right. So what? He don't know what the hell we going through. We might need a hello. That might change somebody's day. Virtual hug. You're the one. The virtual hug. He said, "Hey, okay. No hugs for you. No hugs for you." All right. Well, we have uh, some great beers, but we always we are excited to hear all about what uh, Jen is up to and how she got started and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, Jen, the floor yes. is yours. Welcome to the podcast. We want to know how, who you are, Welcome. how you got here, what you're doing, what you're up to, where you're going, and uh, and all that good stuff. So, uh, once again, well, we welcome Jen to okay. the podcast, and uh, the floor is yours. <laughs> Welcome. 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 I'm just supposed to start talking, or yeah, start. <laughs> start from, you can start from the beginning if yeah. you want. How'd you got in the yep. craft beer? Let's see. Um, well, I got into craft beer, um, man, a very long time ago. Um, but yeah, like a lot, like too long ago. Um, <laughs> in the nineties, really like in the nineties okay. when I was in college, um, interning, um, out in Colorado it was my first time tasting like really good beer. Mm. I went to school in Florida and we just, you know, college, you just drink whatever is available, what's cheap, what's, what's free. Yep. So that was mostly trash beer, but um, I've always liked beer. I've loved beer my whole life. But um, yeah, when I was in Colorado in the '90s, I got introduced to like micro brews. Mm. Um, I think my, my first craft beer was Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale, and mm. I just I had no idea that beer could taste like that. I had no idea that beer had that many like layers and so much flavor because, like I said, I was just drinking, you know. Mm. I don't know whatever I was drinking <laughs> in Tallahassee, <laughs> Florida. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so that was my first introduction to it. Um, where I was interning was like right up the street from a, a nano brewery. So I like met the brewer and I'd never met a brewer before. And that was, you know, a million years ago. But fast forward to maybe the last 20 years or so. I've just been, you know, got, reintroduced myself to beer and fell back in love with it. Really started studying like the craft and what it meant to be a craft brewer. Um, started doing some home brewing with my friend's brother a while ago. We were making horrible beer at first. We just we didn't know what we were doing, but it was just fun. Like right, the right, camaraderie right. around beer, the community that's around mm-hmm. beer, the creativity that you can bring to it, and just the um, the fact that for me it was just untapped and something I just didn't know much about was mm. enough for me to kind of latch on to it. But, um, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. Um, I found out very soon on that not a lot of uh, people of color were drinking the same kind of beer that I was drinking. A lot of my friends weren't. Um, a lot of my girlfriends weren't um, or my guy friends. And so I made it. Um, a, a business out of just introducing people to beer. I started out doing craft beer pop-up tastings mm. um, about 10 years ago, doing um, just tastings, pairings, classes, all about craft beer, brunches, pairing beer with food, um, and just made it a fun experience for myself and for others. And that's kind of where I started on the business side of things. But uh yeah, that's how I kind of got got started. Got Wait, into so it. I got a question. So when you when you say that you reintroduced yourself to beer again, what you took a hiatus off of beer or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, more than likely. I mean, I was just drinking whatever. Like I wasn't um, vodka. With, with, I wasn't uh, focused on craft beer like that. You know, <laughs> I mean, vodka 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 um, when I moved, see, I moved back home. I moved back to Atlanta. It's been about 15 years. And that's really when I really started just like focusing and, and reading and blogging about it and take like being intentional about tasting beers. Was there um, something about Atlanta and moving back home that triggered that for you? Uh, that's a really good question. And I've never thought about that. It might have been just me trying to find, um, I moved to a neighborhood that is very beer bar heavy mm-hmm. and um, a really good beer bar opened up right across the street from where I live. So it might've just been access. Mm-hmm. I used to hang out there a whole lot and mm-hmm. just drink and hang out with the bartenders and they would always, you know, just have me tasting all new stuff, whatever they got new that week or that day. And I just really, I was like, dang, this is so much more interesting than like spirits because there's something new there's it's so the much time, yeah. all the time, like too much to even keep up with. Like, yes, that's the, be- that's, that's the best. Like, that's the great part in the downside right. of it. You may I, get a one of one. Or you may tell us about a beer and we go like, it's not around. Yeah. But, it, but the, the find to taste something different is that is. Yeah. 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 And then mm-hmm. I enjoyed the fact that things could be really, like you said, really hyper local. So I could have a beer that was created like, you know, in this city and I could go talk to that brewer and, and, you know, brewers and breweries are pretty accessible. At least they are in Atlanta. You can go and talk to anybody and then, you know, they'll take it to the back and show you what, you know, right. the ingredients or whatever. So I just mm-hmm. love the access 
of, of craft beer and how close it, how close you could really get to, to all of it. I'd never experienced anything like that in the, um, you know, in the beverage world. So yeah, I, and I, think that's, I think that part's important because if you think about it, like you, you can go into a bar anytime and yeah. get like a, a vodka or get whiskey or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever your choice of, of spirit is. But too, you never see the person that made that made that. Yeah, right. The process, and and most of them people don't want them to do with you anyway. Just get the liquor. Yeah, exactly. And how it seems like all the brewers that have time, they got they got time. They want to talk to you and let you know what it took to make this beer. Yeah, they that they that and they're they're right behind the wall back there. Yeah, I I, I like that a lot. I really that's 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 probably what kind of jumped it off for me again here mm-hmm, once mm-hmm. I moved back home. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so what yeah. is your uh, your favorite style of beer? Now, um, I don't really have one. Um, I think what I've been drinking a lot lately are lagers. Um, this time of year, I really like Doppels and um, Roush beers, like smoky beers or a, or a Doppelbach or some kind of really deep lager. This time of year, it's normally or like a, even like a, um, yeah, any kind of Bach right now. All right. So that's, like the, that's, that's what I'm normally drinking. So the Atlanta scene is kind of uh, popping with craft brew and things like that. But where yes. would you go to? Would you go to a brewery to get that, or would you go to a beer store to get Ooh. one of those uh, seasonal beers for yourself today? Ooh, I, I I would much prefer to go to a brewery just to have right there. But fresh. I mean, what I, what I'm saying is yeah. like. Is there a brewery in the Atlanta area that you could go and get mm. one of those? Yeah. Or would you have to you. settle for this? Oh, um, good, good. No, 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 no. Um, one of my favorite lager breweries here or breweries that, that focus on lagers would be like Tucker Brewing and does a lot of good lagers. Um, Round Trip Brewing does good lagers. Um, that's probably where I would go. If I had to go somewhere today, I'd probably go to Round Trip. Cool. And grab and grab one, yeah. Mm. So, so with these with these uh, with these uh, breweries being in, in Atlanta, right? Because I never thought. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Why are you asking that question? You seem real excited. Because you don't know, no, no, no. Because I'm, I'm just thinking, uh, like because when you think of Atlanta, you know, first thing that comes to my head is black, right? Strippers. Yeah, and st- <laughs> strippers too. <laughs> but <laughs> but I just think black as soon as I hear Atlanta, right? right. But I know these breweries aren't. Like black owned breweries that you're going into, is they do you still get that weird that feeling when you go or the the looks or anything going into a a brewery in Atlanta, or just before you even answer that to add on, do you find more black people at the breweries because you're in Atlanta? Because you're in Atlanta, yeah. You know, uh, to answer your first question, I mean, I if you're talking about Atlanta proper, because people. People call Atlanta Atlanta, and it's not really Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. this, Atlanta proper is actually not very big. Um, it's mostly the stuff inside of 285. Um, mm-hmm. There's not one brewery that I've been to in Atlanta proper that I would go into, and someone would look at me crazy, or anyone would because it's Atlanta. Right. When you mm-hmm. when you get out to the suburbs, you may, okay. <laughs> you might. Gotcha. Um, but that never bothers me. I mean, I don't I don't feel uncomfortable or most places that I go to. I don't, I mean, I've been a minority my whole life. I'm always in, in my everyday life. I work with a lot of old white men all the time. I'm just, I guess I'm used to it and immune. <laughs> like it doesn't bother me to be the only, cause it happens a lot, but um, 
that was one of the reasons why we started Craft Women Connect. I know we'll get to that later, but the group that we started, Craft Women Connect, um, was because a few of us, black women who were drinking beer in Atlanta, you know, would just be, it would be just like two of us somewhere. We're like, this is actually pretty whack. And we know there's more than two people, two black women in Atlanta who like beer. So it started out with five of us and then we grew. And we, we're a group that focuses on all women. You don't have to be black to be a part of our group. But it, it happens to be that we're founded by all black women. But that was one of the reasons why we started the group is so that we weren't the only ones when we went to a brewery or the only women who actually knew something about beer and like beer. Um, right. And to, to your second question, you know, you do see, I think you probably do see more black people at breweries here because of our city and because we are creating like a really close knit community um, among us who like to go out and, and enjoy really good beer. And it's, it's growing, it's growing slowly, but it's growing. And it's a, and I think that's the way to do it, right? Because it's, it's intentional and it's actually authentic. We're not just like, it's not trendy, you know, we're not just going to drink beers because it's the trend, but we're all right. drinking beers because we happen to like it. And we have people brewing. We have people starting breweries and our breweries and planning and people who want to learn about brewing. And, you know, just the gamut of us here from beginners to, you know, Cicerones and everyone in between who are who are black and who are women and who are who are enjoying beer in Atlanta. So, right. Yeah, it's now, pretty cool. Now you're also also an author, so is that is like some of the, all that uh, all that some of that the knowledge and really? the, the education is that that was, was the reason that you wanted to write the book and and, and some of that was all yeah. that behind it. Yep, yep. So when I first started doing those classes and tastings and parents that I mentioned earlier, I was also blogging at the same time, and people. Um, you know, I found that most of the people who come to my classes or to my events were women and. Um, they would just ask me all kinds of questions about beer. And so that's when I started my blog just to explain, you know, what are hops? What are the ingredients in beer? How's beer made? And this is me explaining as I'm learning, right? Because I'm not, a ex- wasn't an expert then, not one now. I'm just always just learning and trying to share information. But that's when I started the book, The Chick's Guide to Beer. I was just like, you know what? I should put all this stuff into one manual. It's more of a manual than a book. Um, and I wanted it to be very easy to read. It's seven simple rules for people who are novices in the craft beer world. And it's just meant to be an introduction and a way to get your, your feet wet and to understand some of the basics about beer. So, yeah, it was a derivative of my my blogs and just my conversations cool. that I would have with women about beer and, like, how can I learn more? And there weren't many books Um out there that it's, it's, there were really really big books but not a whole lot of just easy to read smaller kind of fun books so right, that's why that's, that's, something that's easily digested that, that you can digest yeah more. yeah because I don't I, you don't need to be talking about all that in the beer book to me I mean I, I you I can use it as a reference but because right. I have those books too I have you know encyclopedia beer I got you know the essential beer books that everyone has. But that's like what you want to get into when, when you want to really, yeah. Yeah. But but when you want to just start learning, like you give me a book that's 1300 pages, I'm never going to drink a beer. Yeah. I'm just going to drink beer. I'm not going to read that book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I may not drink the beer. I may not drink the beer with you. If you made me drink, read a book that long. (laughs) (laughs) Just to drink this beer. Like, ew. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but what's the so what's those books like? Because I, I haven't looked at any of them. So those books, <laughs> you they 
it sounds like they give you more information than what you really need at that time. Like if you maybe if I was going into like trying to make beer or something, maybe that information or being would be more or, or, or yeah, something like yeah. That. But not if I'm just trying to learn about what I'm drinking. Like mm-hmm. I just want to know the styles. Like what what are the styles of beer? Right. I, I'm I'm just that kind of person. Like sometimes if I if I find something that I really like, I do like a deep dive into it. Mm. So. Like the first book I had was just like a beer journal, which I thought was really good because it gave just some brief descriptions of the beer styles. Like you said, so you'll know what you're drinking and it had pages so you could write down your beers and, you know, the label and rate it and talk. It, it helped me understand the styles that I really like. So I could go back to that journal and just refer and understand, OK, so I don't like this kind of hop because I would write down all that stuff. Then it was good to have the other book with me because it was it was deeper and it was more educational. Um, mm-hmm. I would I would take both of those with me to the pub across the street from me and just study and drink and and learn. And um, it really did pique my interest to the point that I I felt like okay I would love to make this you know I, I would love to be in this industry somehow. And I was trying to figure out you know my path um, for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very intriguing for me. All right. Um, now, you're also a, uh, I guess, a well-documented, because you documented yourself in terms about your uh, entrepreneurial Overshare. Ex- my oversharing. <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs> my oversharing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't know. No, you, you can go. I was going to say that doing all that reading and like I said, I was trying to figure out like what I was going to do and how I could be in this this space and what my lane was going to be. That's when I decided that I wanted to do, I was still doing the classes and the workshops and I wanted like a home for those. But I also, when I would have my classes, people would come up to me afterwards and try to buy like the beer from me that I had if I had any left over. Technically can't sell it, so I'll just give it away. But I thought that, you know, it would be a really good combination to have a space where you could go learn about beer and go buy beer, um, kind of in the same place. And that's where the idea for the Atlanta Beer Boutique was born, was, you know, me thinking about, you know, where would I like to go and where would other my peers like to go? Where would other women feel comfortable going? What kind of space could I create that um, not just caters to women, but that feels welcoming to all? So it's not as narrow as just being a guy place or just being a ladies place, but a place that anyone could feel welcome in, no matter your education about beer, no matter how you Mm -hmm. got into it. Because sometimes um, beer, you know, some beer bars and some breweries used to, and I don't think they do that now, but they, it used to be sort of a, it might've been a self-imposed feeling, or it might've been a, a feeling that you felt when you went there, that if you didn't know enough, that you couldn't ask questions and you just may not know how to approach the topic at all. And so that keeps a lot of people out. That's those, those invisible barriers that are there that really keep people out. Those, you know, gatekeeping kinds of environments where folks won't want to enter. But I was like, well, let me find something or create a space that feels good, open, welcoming. Anyone can be there. I'm there. So everyone's welcome. And um, yeah, that's how Atlanta Beer Boutique was. Um, the idea and vision for that was born. Mm. It's weird that you say that though, because it's it's funny how like people uh, go to a brewery but won't feel comfortable like asking questions about the beer sometimes. But yeah. when you go to when you go to a bar and the bartender say, "Oh, you ever tried such and such drink?" You'd be like, "What's in it?" Yeah, so right. You'll ask questions about what's in the in the drink. Yeah. 
But when you go to a, <laughs> to a brewery, I think that may be because like people had gin before, people had vodka before, and like you like what's in, it? and they're like, oh, yeah, it's vodka, you, orange juice, you, and sprite, and you like, oh, I I know those three things. I've had all those things. Between you had all of them together. <laughs> that's delicious. That's a double, that's a double oh seven. That's really really good. I don't know why it's called a double oh seven. I'm just saying. So sometimes oh, the combinations yeah. they right. Yeah, right. I'm vodka, orange juice, and sprite. It's delicious. But anyway, but but like when you say what's in this beer, and they're like hops, pomegranates. And malts, and you're just like, I don't even know if you can eat a malt. Like, what? What is? You know what I mean? And you may be afraid to ask that question. Yeah, I guess yeah. where you because you've you've had those experiences with the spirits before, and yeah. you've never had like, oh, I can taste that this malt is different. Yeah, but then most people that malt. go to a that go to a brewery, it's not their first time drinking a beer. Like people first that beer experience in a brewery. That's that true. Is very true. <laughs> so. that is very true. It just, you know, it just it, because there was that era or that time period in beer when it was very, it got kind, it got real weird and snooty. I know y'all remember it, where it was just very um, exclusive. Mm. It felt like that for, yeah. uh, and it. I don't think people feel that way now, but I remember the, the time period where it was all about like. I don't know, just like the language and and mm-hmm. having having the vocabulary yeah. and spouting off on you know the beers that you've had and being able to articulate things and it was just going in the beer was going in a weird direction for a hot second that just wasn't it wasn't welcoming and it was exclusive and it was just kind of like well I've had you know this one if you've never <laughs> heard of this you never had Pliny the Elder you've never. Like no, I never had that. Like it's a yeah. million years. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of like the that's kind of like the gatekeeping and yes. with craft and with craft exactly. beer being like so many one and dones. Like, of course, I never had it. You well, never in, had you, it. You was in Cal- California two years ago, you and now you're talking to me here. in Atlanta about some yeah. goddamn beer. Like, get out that. of my face. Right. It's kind. Of, that's kind of like whereas you've had a vodka. Yeah, Tito's vodka is everywhere. Like right. it ain't it ain't hard to get Tito's. So when somebody say I got this Tito's mixed with blah blah blah. You're like, oh, I didn't had that. Yeah, let's let's bring that on in here. When you get yeah. that Shanghai, whatever Devin be talking about, you get the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are those. That's a barrier. You're right. What you're saying, those are those invisible barriers mm-hmm. that I think um, are being challenged right now. Lately, are being shattered, and people are just like, f that barrier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right now. Right. You know? And it's it's also like I feel like the brewers are have. I don't know. I wasn't around beer. It feels like when I was when I've gone around beer, and maybe because it's been part of the podcast, the brewers that we've spoken to and people that are in craft beer we've spoken to have always been so open in the community, black and white and and Hispanic yeah. and other have always been so welcoming. I don't know that gatekeeping part, so that's kind of foreign to me. Um, but I could see it. I could definitely definitely see it. But I feel like now when I walk into a brewery, if I talk to the brewer, or I talk to the beer tender. You're gonna answer my questions, and if you don't yeah. answer my questions, then there's something wrong with your brewery. And some of that is on us too to assert ourselves in spaces yeah. where we may not see people who look like us. It doesn't mean we can't be there. Like, and you should want to talk to me about your beer. You should, and a lot, like you said, a lot of them do. A lot of them do. We just need to also feel like and understand. I feel like, but know that we belong in a brewery also, mm-hmm. so we can go there too. You know. Right. Yeah. 
Now, now just going back, because uh, like like you said, you were an, an over overshare, I guess. Um, uh, but <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure because well, entrepreneurship is is a hard hard thing. Opening up a business is hard, so I'm sure it's kind of cathartic to uh, just share and like let some of this mm. let let it's some of it go. <laughs> uh, but Absolutely. but you did kind of recently kind of pivoted too as well in terms of what 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 is next for uh, Atlanta Beer Boutique as well, correct? Yeah, you're right. And I, I had to, um, you know, I shared a lot of my journey with y'all, with everybody, um, from finding my first location to building it out. And, um, you know, up until the point where I was going to get liquor licenses and then the world shut down mm. and I just couldn't, I couldn't wait. Like I couldn't, I, I didn't have a liquor license, so I couldn't sell anything. I couldn't make any revenues in that space that I had. The space that I had was also very small, intimate, perfect pre-COVID and probably okay now, but um, right during the pandemic, it just, it didn't have a patio. It didn't, it was tiny. And I also still wasn't open yet. I was still like waiting for the city to open. Um, My landlord wasn't real lenient about like giving me any concessions on my rent. And in hindsight, I know it's because they were like, oh, this is not going to last long. I mean, nobody knew it was going to be like two years later and like people were still struggling. So it was just a weird time. And I, you know, I got really far and had a soft launch and everything and just could never open my space. Um, And, you know, the bank, I had an SBA loan, right? So that's a federal government loan and it had some weirdness happening with that. But my bank was, I actually had a really, really good bank and they were very um, amenable to me um, having a deferment period of forbearance where I wasn't paying um, the loan back, but they were also trying to help me find another location, but it had to meet certain requirements because I spent so much of my money building out the first space. So I was just in a really weird position where I had all this equipment, I had furniture, I could move into a space, but it had to be the right price point and it had to make, you know, a certain amount of money back per the bank standards. And we just could not find a space that, that would work for both of us. And just recently auctioned off all of the the stuff that I bought um, with my bank loan, started paying, you know, used that to pay down the loan that I had with the bank, as well as um, some of the uh, grants that I had gotten. I want to I got a good amount of grants that I was just holding on to. You know, I'd apply for them during COVID and just holding on to them, waiting to open up. But I applied that to my balance. And now I'm, you know, working with the bank to figure out how to pay that back. But, um, yeah, that it was a really tough year, two years um, working through that. Um, but, you know, I've I've committed myself to craft beer and to the, the community part of it. During that time, I, I got a chance to just kind of pause and I mean, I've been working on opening craft beer store for like five years straight, guys. I was just exhausted, exhausting. Um, yeah. but I had a chance to just take a break and take a beat and take mm-hmm. a breath and like really think, okay, what is it that you like about this? Like, what is it about craft beer? If you could never open a brick and mortar. And it really made me think about the sustainability of a brick and mortar business, a business yeah. that, that relies on physical contact and people being in touch with each other, like how resilient of a business model is that really? I think the pandemic made a lot of people think about that kind of stuff, right? Where I wasn't really thinking about that initially. Um, so I was like, okay, well, you know, just reassessing, what is, it, what is it that you love? And I, you know, came to the realization that I love 
like the community around beer. I like beer is like the vehicle, but I love people. I love connecting. I love creating opportunities for people to connect and to be around each other and to learn and share because like beer in a brewery, you ain't just talking about beer, like all kinds of conversations happen in breweries, as you know, or around or at someone's house just drinking a beer, like it just kind of lubricates the conversation and the, and the vibe. And so um, that's what I like. I like community. I like bringing people together. And so that's when I started thinking about, you know, let's, let's get back to the core of things and how can you pivot that into something that could work right now? And that's when I, I uh, launched Crafted for Action, which is, um, this year was my first uh, hybrid craft beer conference um, in May, and it was launched during American Craft Beer Week, um, also nice. my birthday week. And yeah, it was the first one, my first one, and I start. I'm planning right now for the next one, next May of 22, and um, plan for that to be a mostly in person nice. conference here in Atlanta. Yeah, because I, I I got. The- the, the chance to jump in on some of the uh, the panel discussions and stuff like that. So, Good. and most of the people who have, were either involved or attended said the fact that you got it done in, in a kind of a short period of time. They had a it was a wonderfully um, executed. Uh, it was very short, uh, <laughs> but so they said you dumb. executed it well. So kudos to you. In terms, you. I, I mean, I guess because of some of that planning from just already knowing like I need to do this, yeah. this, and this because of the five years with uh, uh, Atlanta. Boot- beer boutique you was like you know i already know i need to get these things checked off to make it work so you were already Very in that true. that mindset to make things happen so and, and everybody who's, who's who were either part of it or um attended some of the uh the panel or some of the discussions uh said it was really well done and, and they couldn't wait till they could actually come and like you said it's most of the things uh, will be uh in may um 2022 yes. will be in person uh so that that'd be uh Cool, because everybody loves Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I just got, I was just thinking, like as you were talking, though, like all of the stuff that you went through with the, with the Atlanta Beer Boutique, like what kind of headspace were you in, like mentally? Because that sounds like a, a lot of shit. Like it was, it was, it, it not to get too personal, but 2020 started off with me losing my father, mm-hmm. um, on January first. So the year was already in the shitter for me, starting at, yeah. at the top of the year. Right. What other way can you put that? Right. <laughs> yes. It was in the shitter. That's basically it. And then mm-hmm. that happened with my business, and it was just a lot. It was a lot of loss for me. And then, and then having the um, sort of the, and I say false now because I didn't get to start my business, but having hope of okay, maybe I can open again. Maybe I can make something happen. I had like nine months of that of working with the bank and trying to find a second location. It was an emotional roller coaster, to be totally honest with you. It was just up and down, up and down, up and down for almost two years. And I'm actually relieved that now I know that I'm not going to open ABB right now. I'm not to say that it won't open in the future, but I'm so there is a weight lifted off my shoulder to have that chapter just closed. Yeah, it gives me the space to actually think about to think. First of all, um, it has been an emotional roller coaster leading up to it, just working and working. There hasn't been a week or some time that I haven't been focusing on opening a beer store in the past five years. Like it's all that I've been working on. And it and I and I don't say that begrudgingly, like I'm not upset about it at all. It I've learned so much. 
Um, I never saw myself as a business owner or an entrepreneur ever. Just wasn't something I thought that I would do or want to do or be able to do. But it has been exhausting. And so I'm, I'm excited to just close that chapter to work on Crafted for Action. It's still in the same community, in the same space. The community in general has been, y'all, I just cannot say. I wouldn't be here and be able to show my face and be doing stuff like this and talking about a new business if it wasn't for the supportive community that we have in Crafted for Action. It has been phenomenal. Like, and just in general, like I went back, I went to, uh, to school in Florida. I went back to my homecoming in um, October and I almost didn't go because I was like, everybody's going to walk up to me and say, how's the beer shop? What's going on? How's ABB? And everybody did. <laughs> and everybody was like, man, price, don't worry. You got this JP, whatever's next. Like the, the 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 love that I got on the other end of being able to talk about the loss has been some it has boosted me has buoyed me it has right. really been what I've needed to create awesome. the foundation to go to the next thing so thank you to y'all and everyone else out there who's ever said a kind word or you know liked the post or you know commented or anything it is it's incredible this community that we've created. Definitely. Now, that's yeah. awesome. I know you've uh, like you've taken a step back, and then I guess I should. Uh, so now that you've been through this journey, and I probably even know more about craft beer now than you did when you made the the first book. Mm-hmm. Like, are you thinking about like, hey, I need a two of the book? Like, have you thought about that as well? I am. I actually am. I um a couple of different book ideas I have. Like, I love craft beer cocktails, so I was thinking of doing a craft beer nice. cocktail book. Um, I wanted wait, to wait, do wait. crab beer cocktail. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> let's pause. So, <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, crab beer cocktail? Because I obviously never had a craft beer uh, cocktail. Well, never, never, nah, really, nah. What's what's a crab beer? Is that that's something that's going around? Like that's the thing to do, right? I've been making them for a while. Okay, so give me, give me one. Name name one. Like what's the um, one of my go-tos is like a mojito, but it's with beer. And instead of ginger beer, you use beer. Yeah, yeah. You can use beer in place of any. You can use beer in place of any sparkling element in a cocktail. Where have uh, I been? I don't know where you've been. At. I mean, do you put like bourbon in your stouts? Do you put like yeah. a shot of bourbon? Nah. What? That just sounds like too much for me. <laughs> that's a you know, it is. Yeah, that's like that's an everyday thing. Like, hey guys. Yeah, this way too much. That's the point. No. You ever want to hype up your style? Just throw a shot of bourbon in it. Yeah, some bourbon and some whiskey in there. Some Naley's. I guess that's what's that, a Jaeger? Okay, I'm going to try it. The Jaeger bombs was like that back in the Oh, you're right. That was so disgusting. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Oh, man. But you're right. You're right. Jaeger Bomb was probably the first craft beer cocktail. Uh, we used to make this punch. We so make I- this party punch with vodka, beer, and I use it. So I created this one cocktail because someone left some really cheap beer at my house. Right. And I was like, I could throw it away. Not cheap, but like something I don't really like. But that, so beer, vodka, and concentrated lemonade or concentrated limeade. In the summertime over ice, it is ridiculous. It's called Cowboy Lemonade. It is so good. It's okay. so good. 
Oh, y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna y'all a recipe. Yeah, I was gonna say I need I need some recipes on a couple of a craft beer cocktail recipe book. That's what I'm working. So I'm yeah. thinking of doing something like that. I was gonna I was trying to have it ready for this holiday, but that's not gonna happen. I mean, this was my thought back in May mm-hmm. when I was just trying to figure out my life. But it's a really good idea for next year. But yeah, so yeah, I've been thinking about doing yeah. that for a book. Um, and then a few other ideas, um, but that's probably the one that's closest to being something that I would actually explore. I was gonna do like a, a mini, like a series of smaller books, mm-hmm. of like glassware, a small book on beer styles, a small mm-hmm. book on I don't know. I like little cute packaging, so I'd already like envision what that would look like in like a little, like a set of books, um, coaster size books. Um, oh yeah, that sounds neat though. Yeah. If they if they're like small like that and they all got different different, different topics. Uh, topics, yeah, that mm-hmm. might be tight. Now since yeah. now since you um you 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 are um actually kind of you started off in like pop ups like are you going to do like a craft beer cocktail pop up type of things or are you going to do that kind of stuff as well? I did I did one of those years ago. It was a cocktail workshop. It was oh, awesome. So my goal in twenty um two is to bring back so Crafted for Action is a private it's not private, it is an events company. Mm-hmm. And the signature event of Crafted for Action is Craft Bear Con, the Craft Bear Conference. Um, but I am excited about bringing back more of the events that I used to do back in the day. Um, one of the things that I really like to do is, and I was talking to some more people who are who are in different spaces where you also may not see a lot of black people like cycling, camping, Pilates, um, about kind of doing more cross-pollination kind of events that bring (laughs) different groups together that may not normally be together. Um, You're right. Because all I could do was laugh. Bring my them, sister is like my sister is an international Pilates instructor. Is yeah. she? <laughs> yes. Uh, how up, many black people up. does she? Uh, oh no! Look, look, look her up. Let's look her up. Look so up how many? M i c k i p h i t. She's um a Pilates like serious uh, international. Instructor, really? um, yeah, yeah. So we we do um, like pints and Pilates together. Um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do more of those pop up style events leading up to Crafted for Action Craft Beer Con. Nice. So the conference will be the signature event in May, and then we'll mm-hmm. have I'm hopefully doing monthly events, something fun and interesting leading up to that, and then in the months following. So, and do you already have a, a day for Crafted Con? Crafted Con. Um, it's normally during, so American Craft Beer Week is normally the second week of May. So, um, we're looking at May starting on that Wednesday. So I think it's the 11th through the 14th. All right. Okay. Yeah. Gotta uh, mark my calendars. Please do. It's my birthday week. So it's, it's also my birthday. Yeah. No, oh, we about to come to we about to come to Atlanta and tear that you shit up. Should. <laughs> you should. Atlanta will show you a good time. I, yes, I, they will. We Absolutely. like Atlanta. We 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 we've all been. Yeah, yeah we frequent we frequent the uh, yeah. Atlanta Atlanta area. Yeah, Atlanta area. <laughs> um, yeah. Now I know you spoke, uh, spoke uh, briefly about uh, Craft Woman Connect. Like, so what what exactly yeah. is Craft Beer Connect? Uh, Craft Woman Connect and and like how. Did it get started, and what, like, what is it doing? What is its purpose, and stuff like that? Because I know they actually just had a a lounge at the uh, was it uh, Dames and Dregs uh, Dames and Dregs Beer Festival. Festival yeah, well. so it was 
founded, um, I guess we're going on our third year, um, by myself, uh, Chris, a.k.a. V Craft Beer Connoisseur, um, Michelle Turner, who's excited to feast, and Beers A Go-Go, Caitlin and Brittany. Um, so the five of us uh, co-founded Craft Women Connect, and um, it was, you know, we started as a way to have beer meetups and, like I said earlier, to not be the only women or the only women of color at breweries, you know, just to have some people to hang out with and drink with. Um, but we've grown it into an opportunity to um, not only curate camaraderie among women, but to educate, to do brew days together, um, to talk about careers and career moves. And, you know, we've um, when we started, it was before the pandemic. So we spent the most of 2020 and 21 um, on Zoom or in clubhouse rooms, just creating and, and broadening our community there. And now that we're back out and about, we do um, monthly meetups and hangouts together in the city. Um, most of our members are here in Atlanta, but we have about 600 Facebook in our Facebook private group and nice. good, uh, good Instagram following. Um, and we do partner with local um, breweries to do collaborations. We've done uh, collaborations with Reformation Brewing, with Pontoon, um, Lost Druid. Um, and we did get to have a, uh, a fun lounge at the Dames and Dregs Beer Festival, which is, I think, is the only women-focused or the first one um, women-focused beer festival and conference um, that's here in Atlanta. So we had a really fun activation there, and we did, like, a campfire scene. We partnered with our friend Nick, who owns uh, Outdoor Gear and Beer. He's a... Um, He's one of those people who I said are doing things that are different for his for his face. He's a black guy who was an outdoorsman, like super rugged, goes camping, hiking for week long treks in the middle of nowhere in the wilderness. And um, but we had him come out and set up a camp scene. So he brought his overlanding truck, which is a he has a truck that has a tent that's on top of it so that when it's cold out or if you're in a place where there's bears or whatever you can you can oh. be in a tent on top of your truck. You know, he's like legit. Like he's so serious. Look up outdoor gear and beer. His name is Nick Rose. She knows everybody. <laughs> but, uh, on the top of her head, she's like uh. so right, right. right. <laughs> but he yeah, so he set up a campfire scene for us. We had s'mores, we had um Christmas tree ornament decorating and tree trimming, and we just had a good time out there. And it was actually really nice in Atlanta that uh, that Saturday. It was, mm -hmm. was that last or two Saturdays ago? We we were out there hanging out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good What's time. Up? Awesome. Yeah. That, is, that uh, sounds interesting, though. <laughs> uh, I don't know too much about going somewhere where there's bears, but hey. If you can be on your yeah. top of your car on a tent, then. They can climb. They can, and they're strong. They're definitely well, strong. He had, it's a whole setup. You just got to see it. You got to see it. I don't think he intentionally goes where there are bears, but just he's been case. to some very rugged places. He's, you know, his and he, he and his family go. He, his wife, and his two children go and camp, and they're scouts, and they're really, really into it. When Craft Women Connect does hiking trips, I actually met him with my book. So hmm. before Craft Women Connect, I was doing a series called Chicks Get Lit, and um, it was lit. <laughs> it was drinking, but it was really supposed to be like about the book. But we were um, we did a couple of hiking trips with him. He, you know, took us out on a few really good hikes, and we've done some with Craft Women Connect as well with Nick and his group. Um, he and his wife, and it's just a good time. It's a really, it's a different. Like I said, like a you don't see a lot of people camping. 
and hiking. You don't see a lot of people, black folks drinking beer. And just to put those two together and create like another community and cross section right. of yeah, because you definitely see a lot of white people out there camping and drinking doing beer. Both. Yeah, yep. doing both. Yeah, doing both. So I can't wait. We do. So you definitely are an event player, mm-hmm. event planner by nature. It's just like it's in you. It's like I just love event, doing events. And yeah, chicks get lit. Sound crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. That was a good era. I have to bring that back when I when I do another book. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, can you still get the can you still get the book? Uh, uh, yeah, currently? it's on Amazon. Okay. The Chicks Got Two Bears on Amazon. All right. And it, it is for guys as well. Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple guys say that. <laughs> but it's a good book. Like, it's not like women's secrets in there. It's like... <laughs> I, I call it that because most of the people who were at my first events were ladies, and they were there like, I need yeah. more information, so I did the book for them. Yeah. Sounds good. We know, uh, I think Mickey uses it as, like, some of her... Uh, Mickey uh, from... Uh, uh, oh, Black oh, yeah. Chicago yeah. uses it as her one yep. of her training guides. Uh, Absolutely, I'm so thankful for her. She came down to Dames and Drags too to hang out with us yep. for the weekend. Yeah. We had a great time. Yeah, it's a if you guys can come back next year, and it's normally in August. They just did it this year in December because you know COVID and everything. But mm. it's normally like right around Fresh Fest. But if it's if you guys ever mm. have a chance to come down um, to it, uh, I would recommend this. It's a really good festival. Cool. So, yeah. What's up? Will we be trying a different festival? Oh, what'd you say? I said, will we go to a different festival around Fresh Fest? She said it's around. She didn't say, yeah, it's not the same weekend. Barrel and Flow. Berlin flow, Berlin flow. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was the old Fresh. Yeah, that was. I guess I don't know. So yeah, so when was Barrel and Flow? That was September. It was in September. September. It was September the 11th. Right, yeah. it sure was this year, but I think sure they was. might be going back to August, so we'll see. August, yeah, okay. they I might be out of the lip, you know. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to make it. I think they did say it's going to be August, didn't they? Is that official? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm ask, I'm gonna ask Day and see what exactly what day it yeah. is because I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go. I've never been. I have oh, to go. No, really, you have to go. No, I know. He definitely had to go. It's a, a nice event. I heard it's us. Time. I know, I know. I've met, I've met uh, Mike several times. And then you can uh, is Dame, is Dames and Dregs uh, black? Yeah. Uh, it's a black woman, a black woman, and a Hispanic male that are the organizers. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Is that yeah. what you was going for? Luke? That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say it's more centered well, around uh, women and and black folks. Yeah, it's centered exactly around women. It's 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 a woman focused event yeah. um one of the organizers is a black woman but it oh, is a woman's it's to celebrate women in craft beer gotcha. mm-hmm. so when you go to that that event is there a lot of black women at that event probably oh, more than any other there. any other black festival that i've seen okay. any other beer festival that i've seen it probably has more, more mm-hmm. okay. in, in addition to us because we are like a conglomerate right. <laughs> now probably <laughs> i would say about 20 women from craft women connect that you know, very regularly show up at things and buy tickets and come to stuff. But then there's also others. But we are, we like all the, if, if, if it's a black woman in craft beer in Atlanta, they're probably a part of our group. Right. Mm-hmm. Even one of our recent mm-hmm. guests was down there, This that there too. Latroya was down there as well. Uh, I love Latroya. I knew mm-hmm. you were going to say that. We love her. She's a part of our group too. And we, um, yeah. 
we went up to Chattanooga for one of her um taste one of her beer surprise her for one of her beer tastings oh, and nice. uh, releases. Nice. That's yeah, she's she's dope. She yeah. is she's really good. That's yeah, I'm excited for for her future. Well, she's from Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Down the phone. Somebody came to you and said, "You know what? I was really thinking about doing this uh, uh, beer bottle uh, business." Like, would you say, "Nah, I don't"? That's what it. Like, what would be the advice for for them that you would give to them? Out to open a beer shop, I would. Yeah. Def- I give them the whole blueprint. Um, I I wouldn't. I would not recommend it. It, I was, it was a function of bad timing for me. Right. I would do it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would do it again, um, but I've learned so much more, and I would probably be so much smarter at it uh, yeah, <laughs> to open sure. open yeah. another one. But one of my goals is to create sort of like a playbook on um, mm-hmm. how to open a beer business. And it's, I know it's specific everywhere you go, and in Georgia, we have our own set of laws and our own very weird kind of do's and don'ts and things you can and can't do. So I would, if anyone would has any questions about how to start and where to start people have dm me all the time i'm i'm so giving with information i don't the more the merrier right like we need to really increase our ownership in this in this industry our um yeah we do we need to stake our claim because we 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 consume we consume like nobody's business and we should definitely be a part of leading um you know the um the direction of this industry. We are extremely influential. People want to copy us all the time. People love our culture and our vibe and our energy, and we can make a really different and more interesting mark in craft beer too. I believe it. I mean, I see the home brewers. I know you probably see it where you are. The home brewers that I know in Atlanta are brewing stuff that I've never, you know, from ingredients that I've never thought to put together and that no other breweries put it together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on a large scale. So we're a part of this conversation. We are creative and we are, um, you know, just as um, likely and just as, um, oh, I can't think of what I'm thinking of, but we, we have just as much right to have ownership and to have Absolutely. a face in the industry as anybody else. So, Absolutely. yeah. Now, I know you mentioned it earlier. Do you still homebrew or you gave that up? Oh, I'm so trash at it. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't bad. And I don't have the space to do it. Um, but I, I I, said I was going to start hanging out at Atlantucky. Um, okay. They're going to mm. open up their brew house soon. It's, so it's not homebrewing, but they have a, um, a good system there. Um, I'm excited to go check it out. Skinny told me I have to come check it out this week. They've gotten <laughs> all their stuff in place. So. Um, but yeah, I've done some home brewing with our culture. Um, you familiar with them, Isaiah and Shaq? Yes. And, yeah, we Shaq. We um, know Shaq. Uh, he he he. Uh, yeah. he's a good dude. We, we met him at um, we met him at Bar- uh, Barrel and Flow. Barrel and Flow. He, he had the. Um, yeah. he, was, he was he. We sampled some of his. Yeah. Beers. Yeah. Um, the wife Josie, um, who's married to Isaiah, one of the owners. They're all owners. Um, has done homebrew days with us at her house. Um, so, yeah, I get to do it with Craft Women Connect, but I don't have the equipment and all this stuff. Okay. You need a, I don't have the space for it either. But um, gotcha. I, I said I was going to get back into it, just trying to try my hand at it again. Right. See what happens. Because yeah, I'm sure the, what you've learned over the course of years, I'm sure you're not you're not oh, yeah. trash anymore. Or, yeah, you could be you'd be better. Yeah, you know sure. what? It's so it you, it's so um, meticulous. Um, you know, I learned that also brewing with Soul Brothers. I don't know if you know Corey Hinton, but Soul Brothers brewing. He did a homebrew day for Crafted for Action for my beer conference. We had a 
one of the workshops was a brew day that he hosted at his house. And he things have changed so much now. He has um, a laptop and his, his sister's not computerized, but he can measure and it's so much more accurate now versus what I was doing, like mm-hmm. pitching hops. And um, so I would I would love to try it again with, uh, you know, the technology that's available. Yeah, nice. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. Any more questions? That shit's scary to me. I mean, I I do have a question. All right. What's up? Um, you make you make uh these beer cocktails. Would you happen to recommend a beer cocktail <laughs> for the, the holiday season? Cocktail. Yeah, absolutely. A beer cocktail for the holiday season. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, I, send it to us. <laughs> you can say it for the people, but send it send it to us too. Um. You know, uh, so we did, I did one last fall. We're going into the winter time. So I would probably do something like with a spiced beer. So maybe a Belgian beer, a a quad, or maybe even a triple because it has the clove and um, like allspice flavors in there. I would probably add like whiskey to something like that. Um, Something dark, something Mm -hmm. dark. And maybe even like a little bit of bitters and a herb just to kind of balance out some of the sweetness because Belgians can be a little sugary sometimes, especially if it's a quad. But um, something along those lines would be good. And maybe see, throw a cinnamon, cinnamon stick in there. I want to buy your book. I'm make this make this book because right. everybody in this time of the year wants to make a stout. And I knew mm-hmm. in my mind that you were going to combine a stout with one mm. of these cocktails. And I'm so glad yeah. you didn't. And that's the reason why I'm endorsing your book because you. you didn't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. That, that's against the grain. And I appreciate that. I, yeah. I, I'll buy it. Nice I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. I'm Go with and, you too. I'm with yeah. you too. People think that you can, that this is like the stout season. And yeah. First of all, stout season is any, any day. That's true. Yeah. But this time of year, yeah. Like a lager, like I said earlier, yeah. like a pot, or maybe even like a barley wine like is good. This oh, time of year. Yes. That's like, mm. but I can, see, good. I can see why they would go with that because if you had like a chocolate stout and you add like a peppermint vodka, that would give you that. Well, Christmas yeah, but it seems that's easy. That's easy though, right? right. But that's but that's, 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 that's a holiday. But, but that's but what she thought outside the box. She was outside the box with it. Like, yeah, she could put that stout, that chocolate stout with the peppermint that'll be in there. Right. But Robert, she also but, but got Lou, this, She also got this. Mind, yeah, I'm, I, I feel keep, what y'all saying. Keep in mind, Robert sound like a nigga that's not going to be doing the book. Actual, factual. That's actual and factual. And if you ask Rob to do the book, we would get the peppermint and the stout. And we need an author for Jen, an author who's creative, is going to think outside the box and give me what she gave me. Right, but she gave gave you a winter cocktail. A winter cocktail. I was talking about like for Christmas time. I want something pepperminty. And how do I get peppermint? Winter and holiday winter and the holiday season are synonymous. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. winter. Like a winter I like warmer. I like this barley yeah. wine idea. I'm really you have a good winter with, warmer. I'm you more, can do pul- barley a wine warm. A purple-ish. So you I can like do that, that warm, yeah. like a hot toddy with um mm-hmm. you can warm barley wine up because it doesn't need to be um cold anyway. Barley wine should be room temp when you drink it. So mm-hmm. you can do it almost like a mold wine sort of situation. Right. So barley wine, uh, you know, hot toddy. So like with some honey and lemon and um whiskey. Jen, Jen, you don't have to sell me no more. Jen, okay. It's, it's good. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. Yeah. I'm sold. I don't like mint. I hate peppermint. So oh really? I, I would, uh, I would, yeah. I, I don't like. I don't I like mint in my drinks either. 
I like I me like too. fresh mint. I like mojitos though. I like yeah, I love exactly. mojitos. Exactly. I, I don't like. Oh, you said not, 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 not peppermint. Yes, peppermint. Yes, yeah. I like fresh, mint. fresh mint. You like green mint, right? Yes. Don't, put no like don't, don't put spearmint. no pepper. Don't put no yeah. pepper or spear in front of my mouth. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with you, man. See, we on the same page. Uh, that's why I'm gonna buy your book. I can't wait. It's, it's the hair. The book, the book that doesn't yet exist. All right, it may be. So now I gotta write this book. Thanks. Yeah, now, I mean, you don't even have to. You don't even have to write the book. You could just send me the recipe. Yeah, I keep the notes, and when you're ready to write the book, I send them right on back to you. You can do that. <laughs> or could, or could be an yeah. IGTV series where you actually just make the cocktail, and then it's right there. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That true. way you only got to worry yeah. about yeah. writing down nothing. Right, right. That's true. true. Um, but I, I don't know. I think I would want the book. <laughs> I'll be honest. I definitely, I definitely beer cocktail, a beer cocktail book. Like, right? How many people out here got a beer cocktail book in their uh, in their pantry? It don't exist. That's why I was gonna write one. Oh yeah, see, you want it? Yeah. That's why you should write one. Yeah, right. you found that niche. You found a niche. Mm-hmm. I try. I have one more question. All right. Yeah. I have one more question. If we if we ask some questions still, you earlier you talked about deep. You like to deep dive into certain things. What other uh, besides beer? Would you like to talk about that you had a, a deep dive into? I'm just curious. Plants, plants. I have been since the pandemic. I just became a serious plant mom. Um, I've mm. always liked flowers and sort of, um, you know, from like I've been like a condo, so I've always had like a outdoor patio plant situation. But mm-hmm. inside, in my in my house, I have probably. 45 plants. I just, nice. I love all different varieties. I love Is this just since the pandemic? Um, it grew. It grew crazy. During the <laughs> yeah. I see you got yeah. one great choke you in the back. Like, yeah. hey, <laughs> <laughs> see more back there. And this is my niece's house. This is my niece's house. She's a You know what? You know what? Earlier too. you said you was having a party at your niece's house. Oh, I was yeah. like, she's been drinking all day. Oh, so you already there. there, but she already, she already there. there. That's, oh, that's good okay. money. That's yes. good money. Okay. It's a bedroom next door. Yeah. They know me. Yeah. Like I, they know the auntie. I knew. I knew she was already there because before y'all got on, that I heard the party was already happening. I heard it on the background. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh look, okay. you just took time off the party. It doesn't start until four. It doesn't start until four. So, but they was already. They was already there. People there. That's why she's drinking pocket right now. It's like I can't go out after the podcast and have to catch up. I'm gonna be already there. That's something. Like a good sign. Yeah. Well, what type of do you have a a particular favorite uh style of plant? Do you have a particular plant that I you like? Do, like I'm actually. a succulent guy. Um, okay. Oh, see, I don't do well with succulents. They are. I, that's why I can do them. Succulents don't say. die on me. Succulents stay alive. You only got to water them once a week or once a month. Yeah. You know, you so, make sure you take care of those because they call succulents. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh you know God. why those don't do well for me is because I am a I'm an overly attentive plant mom, so I yeah, like you can't you can't you can't be. I kill my succulents. I kill my succulents because they don't need yeah. you. you can't, they, they do don't not want to talk to you. Nah, talk to them, but don't be putting no water and fertilizer no, them every they don't day. Want so I no. kill them. But I like um, once a week is too much. Go yeah, ahead. What, it is. What was it? That's yeah. boring. That's boring. Yeah. I want to plant. I need. That's why I got a lot of plants too. They're all on different schedules. True, but my favorite true. is probably the anything in the Calithia family. So, 
prayer plants. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're the plants that actually move during light. So they open mm. up when there's more light and when at night they close. And they're oh, so fun. They're fun because like you'll see them moving in your peripheral vision, like and, and you'll hear them. They snap sometimes. And I have I like know about that. I like that. And then they'll be like the next day they'll be this way and the, at night they'll be that Wherever way. The like, What's going on here? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, this nigga's out here talking to me and moving. Oh, I, love I like them. that. I, like I love that. them. But they're very it's temperamental bit- and can be kind of hard to take care of. So I like them a lot. <laughs> Tamara, I saw the score. I saw the score, Tamara. We are definitely better than that goddamn game. Sure. <laughs> I'm glad she said that. Well, I think she was first saying she said hello first. Oh, yes, she hey, oh, I didn't see that part. That's my girl. What's up, Tamara? Yeah, cool. Um, all right. Do we have any more questions for Jen? We want. We don't want to nah, keep her away too, too long nah. for her. Yeah, uh, the, the party. The party going on outside that door. She got. Go. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. You got any have... questions for us, Jen? Um You don't have to make up one. Really. <laughs> you don't have to make up one. I'm just gonna I'm just, hey guys, I'm gonna start asking this every week though. I'm gonna start asking this to all, all of our guests though at the end. Do people have questions of y'all? Yeah, it's been yeah, a it's good it's been a good conversation. Time. I mean, do you you know, I don't know how often you guys get Georgia beers where you are, but um when Will yeah. sends them to us, it's pretty much the only yeah. time. When uh, Wham, well, yeah, yeah, Wham, Wham, yeah. Yeah. Wham, There's also William Teasley from Console. I wasn't sure which one you were yeah. talking to. We talking but, about um, Wham, yeah, Wham. Are y'all all in the same area? Yeah, we're all in the same yes. area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All three, all in the three hundred two. Send y'all some beer mail. Send me your your address. I'll send y'all some. Oh some yeah, so so if you send the them the one, you'll get them to all of us. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, within, a, within a week or two, we'll all have it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it is holiday. Holiday shipping is a bitch. So, right. Right. so you right. wait right. take your time. Do it in January. Doing all Martin right. Luther King shipping is much cheaper. Shipping on Martin. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is that a fact? Is it free at last? I, I feel like it, I feel like it should be. It should be free. Like should be. <laughs> <laughs> if you walk to the post office and you say, "Look at me, I'm black." More the King Day, it should be at least a discount. At least a discount. Something. No, it's, not it's definitely cheaper than holiday. That's that holiday ain't as expensive as the yeah. Holiday. I'm not interested. Yeah, that is facts. Um, all right. Uh, if there's any any more questions, no more questions. I would like to thank Jen for coming through. Yes, thank you, Jen. Thank so you. much thank fun. You. Yes. Anytime. Anytime. Love to have you. Yeah, absolutely. This has been great. Thank you. Thank uh, you so yeah. much. Well, we're glad that you enjoyed yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Before we so go, when we come to we'll Atlanta y'all. in May, we're going to we'll see y'all in Atlanta in May for the conference. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, for sure. Before we go, conference we like slash birthday party celebration and all that. True. Right. Yeah. True. Before we go, we always like to know it's how people be. can find you on these worldwide webs and know about what's going on yeah. for Craft for Action. So how can they find about uh, where the book is at, where they can go to Craft for Action? How can they find who Jim Price is or what she's doing next and uh, what Craft for Action is doing next? That's right. Um, well, the book is available on Amazon. It's The Chick's Guide to Beer. So you can Google it. It should come up. There's also a website for it, I think. I don't know. I haven't checked that site in a long time. <laughs> I should, I should probably look into that. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> the Chick's Guide to Beer is on Amazon. Um, you can follow Crafted for Action or ATL Beer Boutique on Instagram. Um, Crafted for Action 
is brand new. Like it's probably like two posts on there. Cause I just, I, I ran everything from ATL beer boutique for the conference this year, but the goal for next year is to just give new life to that and create um, a whole new following for crafted for action. Um, and that's the events company. And then if you're interested in being a part of craft women connect, uh, if you're a lady and just want to follow us or anybody can follow us on Instagram, it's uh, craft women connect. And on Facebook, we have um, a private group for ladies where we talk about how horrible men are. In the I was about to say, that's, that's what they talk about. <laughs> she said private group. I was like, we can't get in that motherfucker at all. That Everybody hates that. We don't be talking about dogs. They talk about beer and bastard ass men. That's what they talking about dogs. She be like, girl, I like the I like plants that need attention, but not no men. Not no men. Everybody hates that. I talk to my plants. They always be nice to me. They open and close when I say everything. I don't want to be part of your group. Anyway, Jen, we very rarely talk about that. So it does happen. It does does happen happen. (laughs) Very rarely. It shouldn't happen a lot, but rarely is enough. That one time. (laughs) When when they really pissed me off. Oh, I got to go in there and talk about them. I understand. That nigga that got in that chat, he's a Hall of Fame. Whatever he did was trash as hell. Facts. Well, that's it. Yeah, ATL Beer Boutique and at Craft for Action. All right. Cool. All right, nice. Lou. Uh, I am on them Instagrams. All right. My name is Lou Belgium. Instagrams. <laughs> on them Instagrams. It's just one. <laughs> is, is, it, is it though? Yeah. Meta, Meta be coming out with all these new things, man. Yeah, like they be changing their name. Instagram. Then they be doing Facebooks. Then they be stealing Instagrams. And <laughs> WhatsApp is out now. Yeah, man. So I you just say Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> say Instagrams. They be doing the WhatsApps. Yeah, well, Meta just try to what's to, what's apps? <laughs> they're conglomerate. They just all those they're all, doing their all conglomerate things. That's what conglomerates do. They yeah. just buy up stuff. Yeah, they're out here, man. Yeah, yep. from face spaces to my books, all of them out here. Just crazy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> acting a goddamn fool. But yeah, I'm Twitter's. on Instagram, <laughs> on, the, on the Twitters, yeah, on the Twitters. All right. <laughs> all right, yo, how can they find? How can you? they find you, Yoda? How you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> At I M three zero two Y O D A. All right, and you can find you can find Bruising Banter podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter. Uh, that hard er today. That's right. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even say, "Hey Alexa, play uh, Bruising Banter podcast" because we are on Amazon Music as well. Want to follow Rob G? There I am. Rob stay bruising. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> bing uh, bong. Yeah. You can also watch <laughs> you can also watch this on Facebook Live and you also can check it out on YouTube. Remember to smash that like button. <laughs> smash that like button. Go to www.bruisingbanter.com and get the merch. Here, here you banner. go. There it is. A bruising banner is a share merch. Right there. There there's there it is. And um, no. Yeah, this has been uh episode one forty six. Want to again thank Jim Price for coming through. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you Thanks for coming through and having a few with the with the crew. Until next time. Have a good week. Shout Everyone. out to Dev out in the streets. <laughs> and shout out to yeah, Tamara. To yeah, I do be trying to be beat. I'll definitely be getting beat. Be <laughs> See you, Dev. Be safe on the ride on.
that's Alicia, though. Isn't that Kara? What is Darling, that? I know that our love is going cold. It's just uh, you always gotta wait for the beat to drop with Alicia. Yeah. Alicia always sound real sad in the beginning. Yeah, and she made you really glad at the when the beat dropped. Yeah, but you know, it's a Christmas holiday. There ain't too many sad Christmas. That's a Christmas song? Yeah, it's a Christmas yeah, song. Yeah, you can tell when it drops. <laughs> Well, yeah, that sound like that did sound like she was at the funeral during Christmas. Yeah, it was sad at first. Well, yeah. of course she wanted to, she, she wanted to draw you in and hit you with the Christmas. Ah, I got you. you know what I mean? <laughs> Merry Christmas, brother. I don't know. Did she get <laughs> did she get happy when she when the beat dropped? Her voice is like it's real monotone. It's, like, it's one. real mellow it's drama. Mellow, yeah. Very melancholy, yeah. whoever that was. Yeah. 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 Melancholy. I said mellow drama. Yeah. Melancholy is what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> All right.